0: You are now listening to The Sexy Escort
1: Guide, discussing everything fascinating about the world of paid companionship. And now, here is your sexy host, Exotic Vivian.
2: Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Season 4 of The Sexy Escort Guide Podcast. This is Episode 77, and I am your humble host, Exotic Vivian. Today is Wednesday, November 4th, and it is currently three a.m. For some reason, the ballots are still being counted, and I know that a lot of people are under super high election stress right now. Hopefully, listening to this episode can bring you some much-needed distraction. On today's episode, I'm going to be interviewing a stripper, and we will be discussing 10 Key Life Lessons We Learned As Strippers. Actually 11 because I added a bonus lesson. My guest today is Egypt from the Effortlessly Egypt YouTube channel. She has been a dancer for 12 years and has danced all over the United States. She's also had a home club for 12 years. Before I welcome her onto the show, I want to formally apologize for the timing quality. Looks like Anchor is back with the shits. It will sound like she's answering my questions before I ask them, which is annoying, but it does correct itself towards the end of the show. I edited it the best that I could, and I feel like you can still enjoy listening and learn something, hopefully. So without further ado, let's start the show.
1: But first, a word from our sponsor.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by our diamond sponsor, Companion Tax and Accounting Services. You've heard us interview the owner, Mary Lee, on episodes 7, 36, and 58. Companion Tax really knows their stuff, and I, Vivian, can personally vouch for them. They are the professionals you need to hire to handle all of your tax accounting and business needs. Companion Tax was created specifically with us companions in mind it doesn't get any more niche than that. They have been in business since 2011 and have become a leading resource for the community. Although based in South Florida, they are licensed in all states. You can visit them at companiontax.com and fill out the new client information form to get started and take charge of your financial future. Hello Egypt, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
2: Yes, thanks for being here. Um, Egypt is actually uh, a subscriber to our Patreon, so thank you for the support. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. So let's jump right in. Please tell the listeners a little bit about your background, who you are, how you got to where you are today, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Okay, cool. So I uh, actually grew up in about a medium-sized city here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in a small family. And I started, have been dancing for about 12 years consistently. Not, you know, I haven't taken off time from doing it. Like some people have been doing it consistently for this amount of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I started when I was 19 and I've loved it ever since. How I actually got into it was uh, it kind of fell into my lap a little bit. It wasn't something that I was like planning on doing or anything like that. It was just kind of by coincidence so, okay. Yeah. Unlike me, who already knew, <laughs> I was
2: like, "I'm definitely gonna be a stripper."
1: Hey, there's something wrong with that. <laughs> you know? I, yeah. It's just sometimes it falls into your lap. Sometimes that you just know you want to do it. You know? It just depends. You know? Maybe you have an experience. You come to the strip club and you're like, "Wow, I really want to do what these girls are doing." You know? So.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't really have that strip club experience. I just knew that's what I was gonna do. I don't know why. I really? Just knew. Okay, that I did. I wasn't gonna like struggle in college and like, right. you know, work, work 50 jobs, like a lot of people tend to do. Yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you suffering? Boo, you don't have <laughs> to do this.
1: But anyways, but so it fell into your lap. Mm-hmm. How so it was actually totally, like I said, random, my a girlfriend of mine that I worked with at the time, wanted me to come with her to an interview. She was interviewing actually as a waitress, not a dancer. Okay. So okay. she just wanted the company. And it was a long drive there, so I just decided, oh, you know, why not, right? Okay. So I came with her. I wasn't allowed in because at the time I was not 21, but I remember <laughs> they offered me a job, like, right there while I was, like, in the, um, I don't know what you'd call it, like, the... Yeah, you were a youngest. Yeah. You had, like, fresh meat. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm okay. Like, it's not something I was, I'm not really here to, like, you know... I'm not. Yeah, I'm just here for moral support. So, you know, they basically said, well, if you want a job, you, you know, you're definitely welcome to dance, uh, you know, but if you want a waitress, you know, you have to uh, fill out an application and come back for an interview. So at the time, I was like, well, think about it, because I didn't have a car then. So Mm -hmm. the drive would have been too long anyway. So Mm -hmm. it was like, maybe a couple months later, I got a car and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go back there, get a job. Because like you said, I didn't want to go to college at the time and go into debt and work jobs, you know, that I didn't like. So I never was a person that enjoyed working for others, like being on somebody else's schedule. (laughs) Yeah. And like. Same. It's just not great. I don't know
2: how people do it. I don't know (laughs) either. hey, to each their own. To each their own. Like I have to have like, I have to have some kind of a goal I'm trying to reach. Like if I get a real job, whatever that means it's probably because I'm trying to fuck the owner of the place or like I'm strategizing. I'm not, I'm not actually working there for that paycheck. I'm working for something bigger Mm -hmm. and I usually will not last long (laughs) because I would get to my target and move
1: on. No, that's, that's totally (laughs) a smart girl would think that way. And I agree with that, you know, college just isn't for everybody you know I think it's something that's pushed upon a lot of us yeah college is a scam I feel like
2: the only reason you need it is if you're doing something specialized Mm -hmm. like you know surgeon lawyer accounting Mm -hmm. you know things that you actually need school for Mm -hmm. but people that go to school because their parents told them to and then they major in art history it's Mm -hmm. like
1: what the (laughs) you went into debt for art history really (laughs) Yeah, I I always thought, you know, maybe after I got married and started a family that I could do those things, you know, and take my time, you know, do something yeah. I really enjoy. It, you know what I mean? Like exactly. not do it because I have to do it. You know, exactly. and all that pressure with you know, you spent all this money, all this time, and if you don't pass, you know, you're kinda screwed. Yeah. It's uh, just it's just too stressful. Yeah. Like
2: I feel like if you're gonna do the college thing, you shouldn't be worried about money.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like your your whole focus should just be college, so that way you have somewhat of a balanced life, versus just, you know, being stressed out of oh, finals. But then I have to get up at six yep. a.m. to go to my job at <laughs> the as a barista <laughs> at the shitty ass coffee shop. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous.
1: I agree. So, okay, so you went back, and they were, like, hired. Yep, hired. Bam. Okay. So, but I actually, like I said, I started as a waitress. So I oh, I you did as a waitress first because I wasn't, I was still kind of on the edge, like, not kind of sure. But. Well,
2: waitresses make money, too, now. They do. They do. <laughs> we yeah. t- I used to tag team with the waitresses a lot. So. Yeah, they. They make, you make money because the guys cannot see your naked. And they're always, like, guys want what they can't have, you know? Yep. So it's always funny to watch. Absolutely, sometimes <laughs>
1: those waitresses can make more than the girls do. Sometimes, like oh yeah, for sure. Even on like
2: if it's like a slow night and guys just come in just to drink, all she has to do is chat her way up and they'll tip yep. her because you know she works up And our
1: club you know used to allow the waitresses depending on the situation to do lap dances or like vip time depending like you had to get permission really yeah um sometimes like if you were asked to do like vip time you would have to go you would have to pick a dancer to go with you but you could do oh, it okay. um you know depending.
2: Oh, I, i've never worked at a club like yeah. that like the only time the waitresses or bartenders got naked was when it was their birthday and they put them in the center yeah they put them on stage and then of course everybody throws money at them right and that's the only time they're allowed to get naked
1: (laughs) (laughs) they did that too they did that too there but sometimes yeah like they would allow it um it was a really you know well-ran place it still is to this day so i don't think they do that so much anymore but yeah
2: now, do you still work at this place or do you just kind of go here and there? Um,
1: I still have some affiliation to that club. I don't work as much as I used to. It's only when I feel like it, you know, it's not um, yeah something I do every week anymore. Yeah.
2: Cause I can get, you know, you burn out, not burn out, but like you get, you outgrow it. That's the term I'm looking for.
1: Eventually. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm getting to that point now where I just want to, I have some other things, you know, other goals in mind, and I don't need Smart. to rely on dancing as much anymore, Smart. And but I still like to do it. So that's why I'm still kind oh, of keeping it in my back pocket. Of Um, course, you can always throw on a pair of heels and make some money like right there and then (laughs) the same day. And you you don't know know who you're going to meet. And that's another reason why. That's that's another great
2: thing about Do you agree with that, too. For sure. Oh, I met my first whale dancing. So, yeah, (laughs) of course, I agree. Because I mean, and we'll dive into that a little bit later. But I feel like escort clients and stripper clients are two different mindsets. And if you can cash into both, then do it.
1: Absolutely. Because
2: I, I just feel like the, the stripper clients are just a different breed. I don't even know how to explain it, but you're more likely to get a whale or a sugar daddy stripping before you would as an escort. Really. And it's just based on, yeah, it's just based on how the guys see you, you know, because put it this way, like as a stripper, you can't do anything. You can't, mm-hmm. you know, cross the line you're just dancing that's it so because you're dangling that in front of these guys and they want more they're gonna do more versus as an escort they, they're already getting everything that they want from you it's gonna be harder to transition to them being your sugar daddy because what, what else is there to get I mean it happens but like what else is there to get whereas the stripper there's more like they still want to do more with you so okay speak. yeah
1: I mean I never thought about it yeah but yeah I, that makes sense yeah
2: so what do you think uh is a misconception about strippers who <laughs> <laughs> um
1: I think there's a lot of misconceptions oh, uh, for I don't know sure. where to start but um <laughs> start at the very beginning <laughs> um there's, uh, you know there's such there's stereotypes about every job profession but I think one of the biggest ones that we get are like um like we're all like drug addicts of course same thing with um okay well dang um (laughs) I don't know I guess it's just because I assume the environments that we work in you know lead to addiction stuff and problems I don't know but I mean, yeah, no, it, it, <laughs> I mean, I've seen it, but it wasn't even that Exactly. Rapid. it's not in front. Okay. Where I work, like I said, that stuff was never tolerated. So if you were yeah. caught, you know, doing anything, I mean, you were fired instantly. I mean, exactly. it wasn't, it I was mean, not like, um, I've seen some of that stuff more prevalent outside of the strip club than I've seen it in.
2: I mean, I've seen it in the strip club, but like the club I worked at was a very like high profile, like a lot of high profile people and high um, like business guys would come Mm -hmm. in there. And it's usually the fucking finance guys (laughs) (laughs) that are always with the coke shits, but they would get obviously the VIP and somehow I don't know who they tipped or whatever, but it wasn't like out on Mm -hmm. the floor but it was it was in the back and then I'm just like well you do you boo and I'll just be right (laughs) and I think
1: you're right it depends on the type of strip club you work at totally because some of those high profile type of clubs where those celebrities are coming in you're gonna get that if Mm -hmm. you're working at just and they look the other way unfortunately yes because they're spending thousands and thousands of dollars yeah like that's the
2: thing like that's when I knew, you know, guys who do cocaine are the best because they keep spending, spending money. money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, <laughs> but yeah, those finance guys, because they're like high pressure mm-hmm. jobs. Even some
1: surgeons, too. Really? which I'm like, don't you
2: have to work wow. on people? But it's usually their time off. It's their time off. They it party kind of hard,
1: though. That movie Wolf of Wall Street. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I saw kind- that. It wasn't oh, that okay. extreme, but cl- close enough. Might <laughs> as well have been. Movie, but yeah, for that, those scenes in that in that movie were actually kind of funny. I had to, kind of had to laugh because some yeah. of it felt kind of real. But <laughs> um, yeah, I think that is one of the biggest ones I get, or um, that we're all like we're in like working in a brothel or something, and oh, I hate Lord. that too because I'm like, okay, well it's it's still separate. Like strippers are doing stripper things. Not all strippers are doing, you know,
2: um, sex in the champagne room. (laughs) We're not all
1: doing that. And some, you know, there's going to be bad clubs, of course, and clubs that allow that, you know, whatever, but Mm. not all clubs are like that. They're really not. Um, a lot of clubs can get a lot of fines and get in a lot of trouble if they get caught. Yeah. I mean, it just, it also depends
2: on your jurisdiction and what the politics is like. Like Miami, Mm -hmm. for example, I tried dancing here. And once I realized these bitches were doing the most for Mm -hmm. $50 in the back, I was like, yeah, I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't do it. Plus I know too many people here too. So that was also another issue, but like there are clubs that let their girls do crazy shit and it's unfortunate, but that's that's far and few in between yeah it
1: is and you know at least at the end of the day though I still think it's better you know get paid you know if you're gonna do those things you know you feel free but just do it safely and just get your money you know like exactly like I just feel
2: like a lot of the girls are desperate and doing it for really cheap because they're all trying mm -hmm. to undercut each other Mm -hmm. And then it drives prices down. And I'm just like, I can't operate in this type of environment. I need money, not yeah. I wish change. we like, what, like I what wish is we this? would all come
1: together as strippers and you know, all that. Yeah. Like sex workers and just all unite together. And if we did that, we could just kill it. We could upcharge any price we want.
2: Girl,
1: I know, it but was... <laughs> easier said than done. <laughs> It would be good because then yes, the guys they would have, have no choice. choice and none of us would, they would pay what exactly. we tell them none to, of pay. Us have to work so hard. We would all be getting exactly. what we want. Hey, I mean, it's perfect. But what do
2: you, what are yeah, you going to do? What are you going to do? So now <laughs> what is one misconception people have about you? Oh,
1: I think the biggest misconception I faced over the years is uh, a lot of people think that I'm stuck up That I come across kind of bitchy. I've gotten that a lot and from clients like staff and girl other girls Uh, um yeah honestly it's the only thing I can really think of and because it's just I think it's just because I've always kind of kept to myself over the years I'm not that like really social butterfly stripper I'm more like sometimes it's for the best because you have to
2: be careful who you let in your circle especially in such a catty absolutely Because people will turn on you in a heartbeat for some money. So it's like,
1: protect your energy. You have to. And (laughs) if you, sometimes if you get too close to like the other girls and the staff, that's like exactly what you said. They turn on you or they try to blackmail you or some crazy stuff. And it's like, I don't want that drama because I've, I've had, I experienced that in my earlier years and I learned and I was like, no. Yep, those are lessons. And it wasn't anything super bad, (laughs) but it was enough to make me realize do not get too friendly with people Mm -hmm. there, just in case.
2: Yep, mind the company you keep. Yep, I mean, it happens in the whole world, too. There's like a whole freaking website dedicated to doxing hoes and just talking shit about other hoes. And these are hoes talking about other hoes. Yeah, and I'm just like, wow, these bitches do not have anything to do with their lives they spend all day online talking shit about other hosts. Like I'm just like what like a whole website dedicated to just <laughs> yep. talking? It's a well, the website is like a gossip website, but then there's a special section okay. just for hosts. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it goes deep. It's kind of like all mm-hmm. those Reddit forums. Like I did not realize forums went that deep. Like people are still online in forums. Doing the most. I've never even like, read a. Sh- okay, okay, I know it's one
1: stripper form that I look at on the regular, but it's not just. It's like a helpful form. It's not just like a gossiping type of place. No, so nobody's no, talking shit about people. Oh, Okay, so at least yeah. that's a helpful place.
2: But no, this place is strictly about. Oh gossip. my goodness! Like it's uh, they talk about celebrities. They talk about um sugar babies. They talk about hoes. I've not seen anything about dancers, but then again, I'm not diving uh-huh. down that rabbit hole. Like somebody has sent, sent me a link one time and I read like two things and I was done. <laughs> like I was disgusted. <laughs> I checked out of that website very quickly. Um, so anyways, at least we both, you know, have shit going <laughs> right? on in our lives. I've never, I can't that. say I've ever <laughs> had
1: the time to look at stuff like that.
2: It's It's ridiculous. That's- it's ridiculous.
1: Uh, So what
2: would you say um, the biggest mistake you made uh, was? Definitely not saving
1: money right away. (laughs) I'll be honest. Girl,
2: (laughs) I feel like that's a mistake we all make in this industry (laughs) in general, because it comes fast. And you're like, well, I'll just make it back. And you just don't think to save. It comes so
1: fast. It's almost disgusting. I don't know if that's the right word to use. The amount of money you make when you first start, <laughs> it's almost too much for somebody at that age, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, which is why you yeah. blow it like it's not. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, I just—I remember times when people were just begging to give me money in the club. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, yeah. those were good times. Good times. Good times, good times. So did you have any mentors or did you figure out everything um, on your own? I didn't own?
1: really have any mentors, per se, I only had girls that I like, kind of looked up to, but I didn't really necessarily have help from, I guess, on the regular. I guess that's kind of why I started my YouTube channel was because I felt mm-hmm. like there really wasn't anybody to go to these days. Yeah.
2: And I, I watched some of your videos. I think it was actually quite smart. Like a lot of the stuff you were talking about, like, you know, mm-hmm. with the regulars and not not <laughs> yeah. getting too attached. But we'll uh, we'll mm-hmm. dive into that um, when we do our ten things, ten key <laughs> <For sure>. lessons <laughs> well, I learned as a stripper.
1: Okay, have you dabbled in any other Only line camping. of adult entertainment? Uh, How did you? I had like a love hate relationship with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I liked it because I could stay home. I didn't like it because uh-huh. I felt like it was kind of. The video part of it for me was kind of awkward. I was so used to physical, like being there in the moment versus not seeing these people. So it was kind of hard for me to make that connect. Yeah. I don't know. Like some girls probably, you know, think, oh, that just sounds so much easier to be a cam girl. Well, for somebody that never did that, I don't think it was that easy or easier. For me,
2: camming. The thing I just didn't like about it was Mm -hmm. just the amount of time you had to be on. Like, I mean, yes. And that's another reason why I kind of slowly phased out of stripping, which... But still, I'll strip here and there. But that's why I slowly phased out of it, because you're forced to work shifts, pretty much. I mean, yeah, you're at home, but you still have to be online for a certain amount of time to meet your quota. You know, and it's like, who has the time to be sitting around staring at a freaking camera? Yeah, and it
1: feels... (laughs)
2: I, I'm motivated by cash th- being thrown at me right there and then. That's what motivates me. But just sitting around, flirting with the screen, yep. I don't know. But, I, I mean, I did it. I made some money. But I just, just like you, I'm not really,
1: I don't know that I didn't have a love <laughs> relationship with it.
2: Mostly just, mostly just <laughs> dislike,
1: heavily. I wonder if some <laughs> other girls feel that way, too. Like, I wonder if it's just, you know, maybe if you start out as a cam girl, then it's like, you know, you're into it
2: i think i think it depends it really depends on what your tolerance is because i know cam girls that are killing it and they love it you know like it's part of their whatever but they did other things too but they love camming i just think it depends on your persona yeah. and, and what yeah what I, you like I, you know
1: the other thing too but, is i wasn't really totally comfortable with the video i always felt like if somebody wanted to be shady they could record you
2: Oh, yeah. And a lot of those campsites do record it and sell it later as a, um, oh, a clip. Oh, yeah, didn't dump. know that. Exactly. I don't know see what I mean? Me. Yeah. yeah. Yep. A lot of them do. Like if somebody Googled whatever your cam name was, they will find your clip and they can go buy it. So your clip doesn't belong to you, it belongs to the campsites and they can use it for whatever because they make you sign whatever thing they make you sign in the beginning oh. that you don't read <laughs>
1: well, we, i probably <laughs> skipped over that too
2: <laughs> but yep but i mean in, in all reality like first the person would have to know what your cam name was then they would have to watch through thousands of hours of video because they don't just sell your individual clip they sell you that girl that girl all in the long ass interesting
1: whatever hmm. So, yeah, it's very interesting for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I feel too comfortable with that. So that's why I kind of only I mean, I did it for probably about six months. Okay, so, well, that's a good commitment. Yeah, it was, it was but no like money you, said, you know, you had to be on there and you just had you did you had to commit to it to start making money. It was not instantaneous by any means. You really had, nope. you really had to kind of just, not at all. Yeah. Invest your time yeah. into it yep i mean i i remember this the one guy that i
2: worked he like he owned the clip site and he was giving me the breakdown of how to maximize so you don't burn out like you that way you're not but he said you need to be on cam at least eight hours a day but you don't have to do it all in one setting like he gave me the breakdown of when you should be on really? i was like this is just <laughs> mm-hmm. this is too much work yeah i'll i'll um i'll see if i have the thing but basically like you work in like two to three hour shifts or increments. Take a break, go do whatever you're gonna do, and then come back at certain times based on what people were doing. Although now with the pandemic, more people are home, so I'm sure cam girls yeah, I'd are be curious to know more. how they're know.
1: doing right now because I was thinking because I've had customers that have asked me to do the cam thing right now or to you know or do like Snapchat. Stuff and I'm like, ah, you mm-hmm. know, pictures and video. I'm just still not. I'm on the, but yeah. yeah i, mean, I go know. with your but it sounds level. for right now. It sounds like a great alternative if you're not, if you can't go to the club or something. Yeah, I mean,
2: a lot of a lot of girls started OnlyFans, which obviously is the most popular uh, paid clip site. But there's so many other clip sites that are just booming because more people are stuck at home and you know they're joining mm-hmm. all these sites. And getting their membership. So yeah, I think during the pandemic, it probably skyrocketed as far as scamming and anything online, anything streaming online content definitely shot up. Same thing with Mm -hmm. Netflix, same thing with, you know, because people are basically on their phones or, you know, on TV. Yeah, I would agree
1: with that. I think I've watched more content lately than I ever have. Same, same. I've basically watched YouTube when I'm at home. And then yeah. if I'm in my car, so that's I to
2: pretty podcasts. much like, that's what I'm literally... doing too. So. <laughs> that's my life. Um, so what would you, what kind of advice would you give the ladies about strip club clients based on your experience about the clients? Like
1: how would you describe,
2: how would strip I des- club clients? describe
1: clients there? Yeah. Um, just in general over the years or lately?
2: Yeah. In gen- well, do both. Over the years, and oh, okay. what we're are you talking about like, now? Kind of
1: like trends. I would say a lot has changed in the 12 years I've been doing it. From the time the first five years oh, to the sure. middle five years to the last five years. I would group it in those increments. Mm-hmm. The first five years mm-hmm. was money was fairly easy to extract from people. like in the clubs were a lot busier. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to work as hard. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like that second chunk of time, things kind of dwindled down a little bit. Like there'd be less people, more girls.
2: Mm-hmm. Was this your, yeah, around yep. the, the crash? Yep. Yeah. That's what okay. it was. Well, that's so what I, I think thought. it was.
1: And then, um, cause we lost the, yeah, did. a lot of people got we lost a lot of from the crash. And yeah. then Um, yep a lot of big spenders they lost, lost a lot of, a lot of money lot or they got money. divorced or sure. whatever happened but um guys started getting more you know you had to like spend more time talking to them you had to spend more time finessing them you mm-hmm. had to start it was kind of like pulling yep. teeth a little bit more and it was definitely different mm-hmm. because like I said those first five years money was just kind of everywhere you could just walk up to somebody or they'd walk up to you and be like hey let's go do Whatever you didn't, you could walk around pretty much, is what I'm saying, yep. not have to hustle really. Yeah. And then, yeah, this last yeah. five years, it kind of, you know, stayed the same in terms of like amounts of people. But I feel like the clubs turned into like weekend only type of places. You know, you could make money during the week, mm-hmm. but it's still, you know, you still have to kind of, you know, hustle a little bit more. You have to, you know, take the time to, just make sure your game is on point, your look is on point. You know, working certain days. Yeah, yeah. More, more surgeries really?
2: now too, especially in Miami. The strippers here—they <laughs> look like basically Cardi oh, B and Black China everywhere. <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous. I'm wow. like, what is going on? There are no Nothing, natural bodies in the Miami. club. Like, well. Not in Miami. Not in Miami. There's, I mean, maybe one or two girls, and they're usually the younger girls that are not corrupt yet, that are natural. But, and I'm not talking boob jobs, because everybody has a boob job at this point. I'm saying, like, their ass, and then you can tell they did lipo, mm-hmm. like
1: body sculpting. The body. <laughs> Build a body. <laughs> yeah, I worked in Miami years ago, yep. and I don't... Well, I shouldn't say I don't really remember seeing a lot, because the club I worked at isn't there anymore, but it was, like, oh, okay. one of those, it was not Tootsie's, it was, it wasn't like Tootsie's, but it was like, oh, uh, God. Tootsie's, no! It was like one of those high <laughs> clubs, but it was, like, not Okay, yes. good, Th- yeah, those are the like ones that equal. I Well, like. I don't know, I was only, I only worked there, you know, a handful of times, so but I didn't see anything shady, but it was, a. Uh... Well, that's club that's mostly Tootsies? known for okay. that is Tootsie's.
2: Um, Yeah, Tootsie's is known for girls giving blowjobs. I walked in there one time to see what it was like,
1: and then yeah, I was like, I I was even taken aback because I'd never been in a club that big before. It was cool, like inside, but
2: it's good to go with your clients and party and get dances. But I don't know that I would work at Tootsie's ever because that's just not my scene. But hey. Yeah, teach their own. I, I found their out, own. I think about
1: that <laughs> after the fact and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so glad I didn't take the job because they, I think they did offer. I was with my girlfriend at the time and I'm pretty sure they offered us jobs, mm-hmm. but then we're like, no, we're good. Of course <laughs> they
2: did. Like, Any good looking girl <laughs> they would offer because they, I mean, and then the talent there too, I mean, mm-hmm. they're pretty regular girls, but they all have ass jobs. <laughs> That's like That's Miami now. Everybody has their waist and their ass done. So you literally could walk around. It's ridiculous.
1: There's uh, not a whole lot of natural bodies at all? No.
2: Like, everyone has their boobs done
1: off the rip because
2: that's just the stripper thing. But then the ass jobs, now, that's more that you see. Like, Hmm. nobody has real asses. (laughs) Maybe one or two girls. Now, if you go to places like scarlet's are 11 you might see here and there a sprinkle of natural bodies
1: but you'll okay, be searching scarlet's, for, I remember you know, when we went I didn't yeah. work at scarlet's either but we went in there too and I remember seeing a couple girls that were like similar to my body type but uh yeah probably but when did you go years ago it's
2: changed a lot yeah okay. so that's it's all changed now yeah no but scarlet's actually scarlet's is a nice club i would say scarlet's mm-hmm. would be more of your white club so it's probably not as much but yeah, even the white are. bitches are getting yeah. their asses done like, now, so i don't, I don't even
1: probably, know <laughs> i don't know if they'd hire you you know if you walked in there it probably isn't that type of club anymore I mean no, there's still white girls there. It's just that the white girls there are more right like if you you know surgery surgery body, would you even get hired? yeah, know?
2: that's the thing. I mean, they will always hire you if you're right. skinny because that's just skinny girl. like if you're skinny yeah, you skinny can you no can tattoos. go anywhere and get hired yeah but yeah, they definitely don't they, like the club I worked at um when I was in college, like you have to cover up your tattoo, luckily, I don't have any um. But the girls had to literally put makeup over their tattoos because they did not Mm -hmm. they did not like tattoos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, crazy. Um, And then it's funny, like during the crash, there was actually an article in the paper that said because of everybody losing their jobs and whatever, like a lot more women were signing up to be a stripper because in Palm Beach, um, Because I danced at Rachel's Mm -hmm. at one point, but in Palm Beach, you have to get the license like to strip in Palm Beach. Palm Beach is the only fucking place that does that. And the, I guess the county did a tally of all the women, <laughs> all the new license uh, applications. And they were saying like a lot of women were turning really? to dancing back then. So I think it's also because more women I have gotten agree. into yep. the business too. I would say back in the day, like even before you and I were stripping, like back back yep. in the day, it was more of a taboo. And when something's a taboo, it's, it's usually more highly revered by the people that actually indulge in uh-huh. it. So the girls were getting uh-huh. paid like nothing. But then as, as it becomes more, you know, commercialized, normalized, you know,
1: mainstreamed, then yep. it kind of lessens the value. Uh, the girls, the girls know, definitely so were getting like paid better 22. back in the days before us, for sure.
2: Yeah, for sure. Because the, like there was no, no way to see much.
1: anything. Like there was no
2: OnlyFans. Yeah. There weren't cell phones, you know, like you couldn't do anything. So you had to go get your fix. And guys are still guys. They didn't change. They had So to, they yeah. would spend way more. Have you seen this uh-uh. sh- um, the show Pose? Oh, you should watch it. It's on Netflix. And it kind of reminded me. It's it's, it follows a group of transgendered uh, ladies and, you know, a lot of them were sex workers because that's all they could do. That's the only jobs they could have to pay for their surgeries and just to live. And it just showed you how men would literally mm-hmm. like risk their whole families <laughs> just to get whatever their fix was. So I think because now more and more people are in the business, it's definitely kind of lowered the value, absolutely,
1: no, so you're to speak, right. it which definitely sucks. Has. And I think, like <laughs> you know, we were talking earlier about the pole dancing classes and how it's been more normalized by like how house- mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah. yeah all these
2: moms these soccer moms <laughs> look at me i'm a stripper but don't call me a stripper though i would never but be i'm, called a, stripper. Stripper, this is but I'm a
1: stripper i mean i guess does it work <laughs> do you actually i don't know Is it actually like a real workout like people actually use it as
2: well i mean it is a workout though because you are
1: using a lot of muscles
2: if you actually work the pole So, but you have to be consistent with it. I feel like if you did pull workouts, you would be way more leaner as far as your muscle tone because you're not, you're basically just lifting your body weight. But yeah, I think it's a workout depending on how much you put into it. There's a reason why strippers look badass. You know, the ones (laughs) that haven't altered their bodies. (laughs) See, I...
1: (laughs) I've always been, <laughs> I always say I was a little lazy stripper because I stopped doing pull tricks years ago because I knew I didn't have to do them to make money. Where I worked, you know, I'm in the I'm not in the demographic yeah. of the clubs that have to do pull tricks. Like I'm not, you know, we're not we're gentlemen's club. So, I know like, what you're talking about. The white trick. clubs.
2: <laughs> That's pretty much all I ever danced at too. So I really didn't. Do pole tricks either? Like I suck
1: at. Yeah, pole I tricks. can do, I mean, a, I few can do things, a few but things, but I'm not like one of these like acrobatic but, dancers. Yeah, like,
2: yeah, yeah. Th- those you would have to go to a black club to get
1: that, and they're really I can't talented. But either, I'm just like I can't no. compete because <laughs> no, I just anymore. don't I have lately. the range. You know what it is? Is, for me, is if I'm <laughs> if I'm on stage, I feel like you should just give me money just for being up there. <laughs> yeah and then
2: for me too like
1: by i'm cash. more motivated yep. like i said earlier by cash
2: being thrown at me so if you're throwing money at me then yeah. of course i will do something for you but i'm not about to like right. start off my set <laughs> you know I feel doing feel the same the way most. absolutely like, like if
1: you're yeah money, no I'll get down there and shake <laughs> it and do whatever but i'm yeah i'll, I'll I do he-
2: what i need to, to do cash. but mm. huh? <laughs> i need motivation yeah so, what would you say the mm-hmm. worst advice you've the ever gotten advice.
1: was? There hasn't really been. I would say bad advice necessarily. I just think that. I honestly, nothing really comes to mind. That's good. That I can think of. Um, uh, That's good. What about best that advice I've ever gotten? Would probably be make sure that you work at reputable clubs. That's probably the. Best advice I yeah. ever remember. Sure. It's funny nobody even yeah. had to tell me that advice. I kind of already knew.
2: <laughs> I kind of knew. I knew where I wanted to be because again, I don't just work. I have goals, and my goal was mm-hmm. the land a whale. That's really the only reason why I started stripping, by the way, was to get a sugar daddy. And that w- I was laser focused on my goal, and in less than a year, I got taken off the market for a minute.
1: No, that is a goal. I think all girls that are in this should definitely think about it as, you know, a way to meet guys like that. Girl, not today. Not
2: today. A lot of the girls really just get off on shaking their ass and taking money from them. Which is great, too. Like I told you, there are a few stripper um, YouTubers that basically, you know, say, come with me to a club or I'm going to go audition at this club. This is how much I made tonight. And they all have boyfriends Yeah, that, who come that, on camera. Yeah, <laughs>
1: really hurts my soul when I see that. So, I know. And I'm like, mm-hmm, oh, she's supporting this ass I made a
2: bitch. video about this, like
1: the short <laughs> video I think on my YouTube channel. And because somebody, people kept asking me about, well, aren't you dating somebody or aren't you with somebody? It's like, if I was, I would not be a stripper. Yeah. Like, I would not be here. You should not be <laughs> in a relationship. Like a really serious, you know. Listen, well, technically, we shouldn't tell yeah, people what to
2: do true. before okay, they come right. for me and you. Um. <laughs> do whatever you want. But personally, I just don't see how I can go bust my ass, make money, and come home to some dude sitting up in my house, eating my food, all for what, support? Mm -hmm. Fuck that. I have Mm -hmm. support for my friends and family. I'm good. I also have my own support for myself. I just don't see it. And the guys just they don't (laughs) even try to hide the fact that they're bums too. They're literally just bums. (laughs) (laughs) I can't take it. (laughs) I can't take it. I mean even hoes too. Let Let me not just say strippers. Hoes too. There are plenty of hoes that have boyfriends that they support. You know, I mean, it's one thing if you're in love, married, whatever, fine. But it's like, I know personally of some hoes that were supporting bums and eventually they oh, I'm kicked them out after that. I yelled you at them a somebody. few times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's just sad to see because you don't really want to get into people's business. But I'm just like, no. I can't help it. I'm just like, girl. If, anything no, you learned, you know, if, you,
1: if you want to learn something from a stripper, like, or, you know, somebody in this industry is please don't make that mistake. Just, yeah. Please don't. Do not work your ass yeah, off just to support it.
2: some dude who's doing nothing. Like, he's literally just driving you to work and sitting at home and eating your food and yeah, playing so. PS... What's the new <laughs> PS5? do, but yeah. <laughs> uh, just, if you're dating,
1: if you're, oh, like, geez. you know, in a serious relationship and this guy, you know, is actually, you know, he needs to be paying your contributing bills contributing to your you know, life taking care of you because something for like, real the, something
2: like he can't just yeah. be there sitting down doing nothing. i'm literally yeah, it's against my religion <laughs> <too>.
1: anyways um <laughs> if you could go back in oh, time and talk to your 17 year old self what, we what would you say to about her? is just find security fast so you don't have to work that's all you got to know. If you're Yes. That's it. We love a secure <laughs> queen. Yes.
2: <laughs> um oh, Tahiti. <laughs> favorite vacation destination. Oh
1: girl, you got to go.
2: Oh my god, that's on my list. But I I want I want to but I want to do it with a dude. I could go to a lot of places, but I, I've saved some spots for a guy, like for a, a nice yeah. romantic yeah. vacation in a big way. You know, you don't want to do it basic. Like, I feel like Tahiti, you can't just go there Mm -hmm. on a budget. Like, you want to do it big. So, that's definitely on my list. Guys, (laughs) if you're listening, book me. me Um, (laughs) (laughs) What do you
1: like to do? Right? Hey, bring her. She'll come with us. Yes. Um, Uh, What do you like to do in your free time? I've been taking up a lot of my free time. Um, I've been working out, though, since there's nothing else. Yeah. Um, Effortlessly. What's the name of your YouTube channel? Mm hmm. Yeah,
2: effortlessly Egypt. Okay, and then we'll plug it again at the, uh, end the any, show. Anything uh, by Lillian book.
1: Jackson Braun. So I don't know if you're familiar with her, but she, yeah, she's. No, uh, but I'm about to look really her good. up she right has now. Like a whole series of books. She's been around a long time. It's is she like uh, um, no fiction she's or, or self So she writes about. Um, Lillian yeah.
2: Jackson Braun. Yeah, okay, she there writes we
1: go. like yeah, she writes about like murder. Oh, she it's, passed well, away.
2: Well damn, she was born in 1913. So okay, that makes she sense. Did. She died in 97. Uh, she lived a long life. She was okay. it's
1: about the same person over the series of books and it's about um a cat and his mm-hmm. uh owner and he's like a journalist and he solves like, mysteries. The owner Wait, is a journalist. The cat is a journalist and <laughs> the owner is a journalist. Oh, <laughs> I was about
2: to say, has, maybe like, I will read this book
1: cats, after cats, all. It's, like, like two signed <laughs> his
2: cat and they I yeah, I see. The cat who could read backwards, the cat who ate the modern, the mm-hmm. cat who turned on and off. It's a good... The cat who saw red. Okay.
1: <laughs> they got weird. The cat, titles, the but...
2: cat who sniffed glue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> yes,
1: the cat who talked to ghosts. Okay. If, if he, anybody well, else? Excuse them like, why mysteries and
2: <laughs> the cat who robbed a bank. <laughs> Yeah, that's my favorite one. The cat Actually, who sang for one. the
1: birds. Wow. Uh, yeah, what is yeah, that well, about? Talk about? He sang so he could eat the some birds. Other people, because it's part of like I said, the series. But it's it's a good. <laughs> oh, no, whatever. It's, it's the best one I think. I haven't read all of them because she wrote okay. a lot toward the end, and I. There's thirty Definitely...
2: cat books. So. At least so far that is listed here. And then mm-hmm. there's like short stories too. So 33 in total yep. books good that stuff. she wrote. Wow. Good for her. Lillian.
1: Okay. Um. Okay. Yes, um, actually, what are you I reading have a right lot of books going right Anything? now. But I think the main one I think I'm liking the most right now is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Oh, yes. Yes. That's a good yeah. one. I
2: actually need to go reread that book. It's good to reread. Every few years,
1: just to stay fresh. Yeah, that I and read that um, one yet. it's on my to-do rich list. Rich dad, poor dad. Um, but highly recommend both for sure because I know Think and Grow Rich has been like, I'm not through it all the way yet, but it's been like awesome so far.
2: Yeah, and apparently he talked about um, really? sexual uh, I,
1: transmutation yeah. there. I was like, I don't remember reading that.
2: Let me go back. Let me go back and read it. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Apparently, t- because I I had a tantra lady Tashizel on the show a few episodes back, and we were kind of talking about because we read an article about a lady that did that. But basically, you withhold your orgasms or you come inside yeah. yourself, like you don't release. Oh, when <laughs> and you're... when you do that, yes, you set yes, your intention, and of that. you know um, you can manifest.
1: That's really, yeah, that's a good idea. I think that I'm like, bad. well, damn, <laughs> <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm like, okay, give me ideas. Okay. Okay, now uh, uh what would you themselves. advise strippers to invest their time and money in?
1: <laughs> Not an ass. <laughs> if you, if that's what you know, unless it'll make you, you know, happy, know, I guess. Your, uh, <laughs> I don't know, your happiness or whatever. But I think taking care of yourself and investing in yourself is important because you if you don't, nobody else will. So you got to take care of yourself first, you know, as women, our currency is our looks, I think. And if we don't keep that up, just, you know, keep ourselves, you know, in good shape. And you know, I think we just need to use it to our advantage. So like, we just we should always take care of ourselves first. And I think when you do that, it just, um, it works out in your favor
2: yeah for sure for sure self-care um actually
1: i uh, am favorite movie of all time with the resident evil series that whole franchise i am yes i am oh lord you're a horror
2: movie gal did you
1: did, which <laughs> one did you? Play? i actually played the video game oh
2: gosh i forget because it was mostly my uh my siblings is, yes. that were playing had it had and i hopped in there but it was scary myself. i played all the time but... <laughs> It was so scary yeah, because yeah. then you'll be going and then that <laughs> danger noise comes on so you know it's you're about to fight all these things, things and I'm little like, little oh bit. God, no. It's very traumatizing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I have two. Jeez. Uh, I, favorite I, TV show. I can't show. decide between which one was better but um, have you ever heard of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Hey, list them but both. Drew Carey used to host it. It was on like CW. Oh yeah. It's like yeah. A, it's a, oh, like a variety show? That's where what's his name
2: was born. Uh, well, not born, but you um, know, that's where we discovered him. The black guy, what's his name?
1: Wayne Brady. Uh, yes, come I on. he him. was always on the show. <laughs> I yes. He's so <laughs> funny, but Wayne Brady
0: is really,
2: <laughs> really okay. But that was that. where that was where he was birthed into, you know, okay. into, into show business. As far as when really? he became famous, was okay. was from that yeah, show. Yeah, he's
1: great. Oh my gosh, he's so mm-hmm. funny. I just love yeah. that whole show. Is just I still watch it to this day. They still have. Yeah. They're still making episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I Law and Order. Okay, and then Maybe the second that. one. I usually watch it when I'm on
2: the treadmill because I swear all their episodes are practically the mm-hmm. same. And I, I watch <laughs> it on mute too, with just the caption. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's so funny. It's mm-hmm. like the dad's uncle's sister got murdered, or you know, the yeah. dad murdered his ex-wife's boyfriend yeah child like and, it's like what uh, it's like a the, soap opera i like
1: sbu though i think better than the other ones because they're a little bit more the special victims unit Wait, i see the og one i think it might be yeah you know, the, i think maybe the oldest well one it, it's the definitely bunch, old right? but i'm not sure how old but all i know is i see ice tea on it and
2: but i remember no, i see no, as a no, kid when i watched movie. the movie break in oh. Did you ever watch that movie? You should go watch that movie and see what Ice-T looks like. I mean, he really hasn't changed. He was just skinnier. But it was so, like, mm-hmm. trippy for me to see Ice-T on that show. But I remember him so it from the from, movie like, Breaking, which was like, to, like a breakdancing movie. So, like, so. <laughs> drama, character. Yeah, it went it mm-hmm. went from popping and locking to him being a detective. But he Does basically he? <laughs> says his lines like he raps. <laughs>
1: it's kind of funny oh, okay. but it's been on the show for a billion years so I guess it works
2: um <laughs> okay, okay so pet
1: peeves for me okay this is also me before this pandemic started so I've always had this thing where like I don't know if you feel this way but like when you're standing okay. in line and people stand too close to you do you ever get like do you hate that or is it just me because well, not I hate it. it even more now like,
2: because I'm like, bitch, six feet. Yeah, or like, <laughs> like, you're not, like you're not, you're not gonna get there any faster. Stuff, like, and then
1: you're like trying to like do your credit card thing and everything. And Yeah, I feel like, well, but they have the dot on the floor. Like,
2: you don't even need to like yeah, worry people, about yeah. oh, which is six feet. They tell you how far away. To stand. I do too. Or I then there's still something. some people that are where I just give them a dirty look. <laughs> and then
1: they back back like i give them the look of death and then they I don't know, I like, they're like yeah maybe we shouldn't fuck life, with this I've girl it has been so irritated to people <laughs> would do that and i finally i got sick of it as i got older and i started telling people can you please give me some space right like do you can want you my back to fuck up? Here, please, just take please like you. At this point you can just see everything it's like oh my goodness ridiculous I, my
2: ridiculous sand <laughs> <It's
1: so annoying. laughs> I don't
2: blame you. I do not blame you. And my pet peeves <laughs> is girls that take care of <laughs> <laughs> my uh, pet peeve is girls I'll with bum boyfriends at home. That's my pet <laughs> yeah. peeve. It's the Taking biggest for me. <laughs> definitely,
1: everybody it should
2: be everybody's pet peeve. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the bum boyfriend at home for me. Um, okay, now let's jump into the talking points of today's show. 10 key life lessons learned from a stripper. So you're going to start off first, and then I'll, like you say okay. one, I say one, and we're just going to bounce back and forth. Okay. So you, I'll do you the honors. You can All go right. first. Um, I think, let's see,
1: the first one was definitely learning your boundaries, That is the biggest one of my, probably number one, for sure.
2: Yes, for sure. Learn your boundaries, set them, stick to them. I mean, and I feel like it's kind of easier to set Uh, boundaries at the strip club,
1: no? Exactly. Because there are already rules in place for you. You have to figure out, you know, what your limits are and what they aren't. Because you still have your own, um, there's still things up to your discretion below the club rules. So... You still got to like yeah. know what you're comfortable with. Yeah. You know. Are you comfortable with being touched or not touched? Are you comfortable with, you know, um, you know mm-hmm. whatever it is? So everybody's different. And I think that you really have to um, mm-hmm. figure that out really quickly. Exactly. And then you're going to otherwise, hate you just be doing on, any and everything. You know, later yeah. at night when you're like, dang, like, I really wasn't comfortable doing that. I yep. have said, you know.
2: You feel like shit afterwards and then this is how people start turning to substance abuse. So, yeah. And then I feel like, you know, in the whole world, it's very hard for girls to set boundaries because at first they're like, oh, well, especially like we have the topic of screening, which this is a very controversial topic for whatever reason. And I'm not sure if you know, but screening is basically making sure you get enough information Mm -hmm. on the guy before you see him just to make sure he's legit, you know? Like you get real world information on him. So that way, if anything goes down, you have something to tell the cops, you know, or whatever. But they're, you know, girls that are like, well, I really need the money and this guy doesn't want to screen. So, you know, maybe I should just go see him. And then, you know, they end up getting uh-huh. hurt or getting shorted or whatever. You know, there's even a famous guy that was known for abusing women and nine times, Actually, 10 times out oh, of 10, really? the, all the girls that he got did not scream. Oh, my gosh. That's scary. But now he's in jail, thank God. <laughs> but, yeah, like, but he was, like, a violent person, like, aggressive. And all they had to do was scream because he was blacklisted all over the place. You know? So, yeah, set your boundaries. And that's life, too. Like, what are you going to tolerate from
1: other people? Exactly. Are you going to tolerate this yeah. shit? And no. it's hard, I think, for younger girls. set your boundaries. Because you know? they're so innocent, and yeah, uh, not corrupt. (laughs) They're, you know, they're they're still uh, naive, dumb, innocent, and they just, you're just so young, you just don't know anybody until you've experienced it. Exactly. We were all there. I mean, I know things that I did that now I look
2: back, I'm like, wow, you were dumb. (laughs) You were a dumb bitch. (laughs) But thankfully, you know, Mm -hmm. I haven't had anything bad happen to me in this industry, thank God. But yeah, just set your boundaries, know what they are, know what to. you're going to tolerate and, you know, what you won't. Okay. Uh, For me, I would say never get comfortable. And I think, you know, even like your episode on, you know, with the regulars and, you mm-hmm. know, how girls shouldn't just depend on that one regular and how, you know, I was watching your video and you said there are girls that mm-hmm. have had to quit because their regulars stopped coming in or something and they were so used to to the regulars coming in to give them money. But yeah, never get comfortable in anything in life until you know that you yourself can stand on your own two feet and will never have to worry about money ever again. Never get comfortable. I don't care if you have a regular that sees you. And this is also for hosts (laughs) too. If you have a regular that sees you regularly (laughs) and basically gives you a monthly allowance or whatever, you should always have backup plans. You should still have something going on. Still keep working yep. until you, don't, a, until you B, know you B, don't B, have to work B, ever again. If you can. You know. Yeah. Yes. Never get comfortable <laughs> yep. until you're comfortable. <laughs> until you're actually comfortable. <laughs> and by comfortable, I mean you're not supporting a bum bitch out. <laughs> and you know that if you stopped working tomorrow, you will be set for life. That's when you can relax. Until then work and then relax then work and then relax but never just relax okay. and just get comfortable it's, it's just no
1: um self-discipline okay next point uh, self-discipline is something I have definitely learned um you know I think some people think that strippers are like you know lazy or something like that just because we don't have normal jobs but like hills. Yeah, do they think that too because like so- <laughs> Yep, they basically think any woman in
2: the adult entertainment industry is lazy because yeah, I mean, we make money based on our looks. Like yeah, we don't have a nine I to five that. job, so we're all just lazy bitches. I mean, there's that's nothing what a lot of people think. To be,
1: unquote, you and me both. Women, you know, we're supposed to be, um, you know, women. We don't. We shouldn't have to work so hard, as I like to say. But you know, when you're dancing, you're not. You can't do this job and not have self discipline or self-motivation because otherwise you'll never make money you'll never go to work nobody's telling you to get up and go go to work you you are responsible for yourself so how are we lazy (laughs) yeah self self (laughs) self-motivation last time i checked uh if we don't go to work we don't pay bills or we don't make money so Uh,
2: exactly just like everybody else that has a job So, I mean, I just think because it's just a taboo, whatever, because it's the adult entertainment industry, people just look at Mm -hmm. it like it it has horns. Nope, still work, just like you. Still have to pay bills, just like you. Still have to make sure we show up and we don't get paid. Just like you. (laughs) Yeah, and then I feel like self-discipline also, you know, goes into just with any goal you have in life, you know, in the regular world. Like, if you want to lose weight, Or, you know, if you want to buy a house, you know that you have to stick with whatever your goals are, you know, or your action goals are to get there. Otherwise, you'll never achieve anything you want in life. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, yeah, self-discipline for sure. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I like like this one. Get your money up front. (laughs) always get your money up front Uh because guys Uh will promise you the earth, the moon, the stars, (laughs) just so you can give them what they want. But you get, I mean, and Uh I don't mean, you know, just be a hoe and get your money up front. That's with anything, you know, any business, like, you know, let's say you're a photographer, get 50% up front. Don't just book people, (laughs) you know, and just think they're going to show up. People tend to show up when they put money on stuff. Absolutely. So yeah, m- make people put you. their money okay. where their mouth is
1: for sure. Especially yeah, in this industry, you really yeah. don't want people get will try you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I mean, even in the whole world, mm-hmm. there are guys that are regulars that will short girls intentionally, and these girls are like, "Well, maybe he didn't know. It's just twenty dollars, you know." And yeah, these guys do it you. regularly because they know so, you're not gonna say anything. So.
1: Count it yeah. right in front of them, count so you your money, know that they, you know, front, like you're gonna call sure. them out on it.
2: Because otherwise, <laughs> you,
1: you, they'll they'll know once you let it slide the first yep. time. That's all it takes. Yep, it's just like a dog. Exactly. You gotta then them. you're teaching so you gotta, them like, how to show treat them you. how you want to be treated. You can't just let <laughs> stuff slide. So, um, exactly. Okay. So okay. learning how Next to deal point. with rejection. So this one is, I know. A lot of us mm-hmm. girls probably struggle with because I think we, yeah. Well, I I think some of us maybe we have egos. Look to men mm-hmm. for validation too much, and then they take the rejection too personally. So, mm-hmm. like in this, you know, in any kind of sales job, you you know, you're not and not everybody's gonna like you. You're not gonna appeal to everybody's taste. No, nope. it's just not statistically possible. So yep. learning, once you overcome that and understand, you know, you don't need to base their uh, opinions on you. That's not, you know, based on your worth. That You don't have to. It doesn't matter if somebody says no. You just, there will always be somebody else that will say yes.
2: Yeah, it's a volume
1: game, you know. And that translates to
2: life too, you know. Don't give up just because you hit a roadblock one time, you know. And yeah. that's what anything, your goals. There's always going to be no's. So just keep it moving. Like, try to keep your ego in check and your emotions in check. I mean, I'm not saying don't feel. Like, still feel yeah, your emotions. But, absolutely. you know, focus on the goal and your prize, you know. But, yeah, I mean, I could tell you, like, one time I auditioned. I went to a club to audition with uh, my girlfriend. She was white. And uh, this was years ago. And they hired her, and they didn't hire me. Mind you, we look the exact same, except okay. I'm black. <laughs> and she's white and she was like about to curse him out like what the fuck and he was like oh she just needs to lose like five pounds i'm like are you serious bitch five pounds of course i didn't say that and cause a scene but i was thinking it in my head
1: yeah <laughs> but see? i was like oh,
2: okay no worries and then i just went down the street and got hired at the other club still made money but like i could have like you know cried or taken it personally or whatever you know right. or i probably could have just come back on another shift and gotten hired Cause sometimes the yeah. managers are the ones too that could block you. I've seen it happen many times. There'll be managers that like certain girls, you know, and they'll hire certain girls. Whereas other managers, we, Rachel's was one mm-hmm. of those clubs where certain managers will hire other girls. It's crazy. You can't let one person's opinion yeah, of you—it's it's definitely a fuck mental with game. You, like you really Just gotta move like, on to the next. You, you know, know,
1: understand it mentally before you can. Yeah understand where it comes from but for sure. It's just get, yeah, get so your mind I've and learned, check, you know, how to deal with it a lot through this job. And yeah, I've I don't, I don't take it personally anymore because I just know that it's you're not gonna appease everybody. It's just not it's not statistically possible. You just can't. Yeah, you just
2: can't. I mean and then there's some guys there too that are dealing with their mm-hmm. own issues like the ugly dudes that didn't get girls when they were in high school, now they feel like, Oh, I have money, so let me make these bitches dance for it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they're <laughs> those guys.
1: Of course you just issues. stay away from those. And maybe they just uh, don't have enough money for a girl like you. Maybe you're too expensive for them. You know, maybe they like you said, they don't they don't like you. they you yeah. Don't like you because of something that happened in their childhood. Some girl that that rejected them. Yeah,
2: you you remind so them of that girl that told
1: them no, they and wanted now... to say to her. Yeah, so you just to you. It's, yeah, it's like a lot of yep. a lot of it <laughs> to things like that. Yep. So like you just can't take you just can't take stuff personally. Oh yeah, you know? for sure, for sure.
2: Um I would mm-hmm. say okay the next one trust your gut. This is a big big one. This is and this translates to everything. Every time I've gone against what
1: 100% my yep. gut
2: told me it never ended well. <laughs> like I've always yep. proving myself right time and time again. So at the end of the day that's the one thing that's internal within you to help you to save you. It's probably from back in the day yep. when we had to run away from lions and tigers and shit. That's where the, the gut comes from. So trust it. If your gut says, eh, this guy seems That a is the shady, truth. That is definitely trust
1: it. the truth. Trust it. I just did a video on this. <laughs> you know? the other day. I haven't posted it yet, but I, it's actually going to, I'm going to title it. It was all about intuition and This just happened to me not long ago where, you know, Mm -hmm. because I haven't been dancing much anymore. Like, you know, you get kind of rusty and you forget some of this stuff. And Mm -hmm. I did that. It's like, you know, when you get to know Mm -hmm. you're in this industry for a while and you kind of know who has money, who doesn't, you get those feelings and you just kind of know, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You might be sitting with a customer and then you notice somebody in the room and you're like, I should go talk to him. But then you like ignore it. And then you see him. Yep. and then you're like, damn, yep. I knew that. And then I was some right. other
2: bitch goes and makes all the money. <laughs> every single time. Oh my God. That has happened to me too many times at the club. And yeah. I'm like, and and, but, i mean, you still make money with that like, guy, and- but you could have made way more. Because
1: yeah. every time I have been right you're like, what every was I thinking? <laughs> every single time. And I'm like, I know my money radar same, is like same. on same point. But when I don't listen to it, oh, it's just not good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I think that's actually where I got <laughs> my sixth sense yeah. of smelling money on men. Like, cuz you know, some girls are like, "How do you know? How can you tell?" I'm like, "I don't I don't it's just a thing. Like literally now that's all I attract is guys with money, you know? Like I don't and then obviously if you're in certain places, you're not always going to attract uh the money money guys. And I'm not just talking, you know, somebody that makes six figures. I mean like high high six figures and up. You know what I'm saying? So I can just sniff those out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how to. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like a thing that I got from being a stripper. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like I can I tell who the guys with the that's money. That's a great skill are,
1: to t- you know? to take away for sure. And that's
2: a great skill. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> thank um, you, Jesus.
1: Uh, learning how to. Okay. Uh the next point. Thick skin. It kind of goes with the rejection thing a little bit. but you have to okay learning this is not something you learn right away but maybe a little bit quicker if you know about it ahead of time because you're gonna have so many times where people are gonna you know call you names make fun of you you know degrade you um humiliate Mm -hmm. you it's just gonna happen Mm -hmm. um so learning how to prepare for it and just know like what we said before is like you don't know where these people like this, you know a lot of them are drunk anyway and just i mean (laughs) like well shit it happens in the whole world too where guys would text crazy shit to girls and they post it on twitter i don't
2: know why but
1: maybe those guys are drunk too sometimes (laughs) the things they say but you know i don't take it personally anymore because i know my worth my value as a woman and i know like at the end of the day they still you know they still need us so <laughs> so i don't care what they say to me i'm just you know oh, for as sure. long as I'm taking their for money sure. and just getting what i need i you know
2: yeah you just have to kind of being a stripper does teach you how to separate your emotions from work because you can't really be emotional in this line of work because then you'll lose because then you'll be that girl that's always flying off at the, at the handle just because somebody said something to her you know so you you kind of have to yeah the thick skin and that's just in life too with anything mm-hmm. because every day yeah. is not gonna be a good day which is sad because I would prefer it to be that way <laughs> you know but you're gonna have bad days and you don't want one bad day to crush you you know because you don't have thick skin (laughs) but I guess eventually as you keep taking Uh those uh, licks you know taking those L's then you will build thick skin over time but rather sooner than later because you don't want to be that girl that just learning lessons that she should have learned a long time ago yeah
1: those girls for sure
2: Oh Jesus, those girls. Um, I
1: don't remember doing too much crying in the in the dressing <laughs> oh, no, room, but I remember seeing things.
2: a lot of it. I have not cried once. Yeah, I I saw a lot of crying, a lot. Yep, uh, there was a lot is. of <laughs> drama in the dressing room. I'm <laughs> like, see, this is a stereotype that <laughs> that people say we're doing. You know, I mean, luckily I always danced at gentleman right. clubs, so right. there yeah. wasn't much of the riff-raff happening like they that wasn't tolerated. But there's still a lot of cattiness and
1: shadiness and all that shit. So Yeah, I did I just stay away from all of it. I don't I don't have time for the fuckery. No, I was just working in the same kind of places and they didn't they didn't tolerate much of that either. So I never really saw too many fights or crazy crazy, crazy stuff. But Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, okay. The next point is have a clear intention about why you want to do anything why are you doing this you need to have clear goals and clear intentions because if you don't when you have one of those bad days or you know things go left it'll be very easy for you to quit or you know break into depression or whatever so you need to keep your reason for doing whatever you're doing uh-huh. in the back yes. in the forefront of your mind not even in the back the back and the yes, front for
1: sure <laughs> uh, i wish i would have did Set that clear in the intentions beginning. i honestly say i for did sure. not have a clear intention in the beginning cuz i was just like i said i just kind of just jumped into it one day but i think as time went on i started to realize okay i'm going to use yeah. this job for this you know purpose so yes i think you should yeah I could I mean, I, I I have learned that I but... definitely did from day one <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's good that's I don't really know good. why I don't know why I was this way but <laughs> I had my goal I was like this is the club I'm gonna dance at I'm gonna meet this type of guy and he's gonna take care of it like I have my <laughs> I had my goals and to this day I still have my goals but yeah it helps to have clear intentions for why you're doing what you're doing because it also helps you with your decision making too because if you're like, okay, I'm doing this for, for X reason, and then you come across two uh-huh. choices, then you can be like, will this choice help me reach this goal that I'm trying to reach? Or will this choice that is
1: great not advice. help me yes, reach it? Because and then you I can make better in life the very, choices. Very beginning, yeah, I really? feel like it could have changed. It could have made or made things a little bit easier, let's just say. So I think for any newer people going into this industry, yeah. then yes, you should definitely... Learn from our mistakes, everybody because... <laughs> Learn from our mistakes. Yeah. That's the definition yeah. of
2: smart people. Smart people learn from other people's mistakes. Um, you know: Okay, what's the next point?
1: I think that if I were just to like sum up you know kind of just like everything what I've learned is just like have fun, just try to have fun while you know like I think this job kind of taught me too to kind of be you know, learn not to th- take things so seriously, just be more outgoing, you know, kind of just break you out of your shell a little bit, you know, because when I was younger, I was more of a reserved, mm. you know, quiet person. And when I started dancing, it kind of made me, you know, open, you know, just be more open, you know, learn social skills, learn how to deal with people in different Come situations. Come out of your shell. Just all sorts of stuff. Psychology. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I should have got oh, a PhD. Oh, God. I feel like that that
2: was a crash course for in real. psychology. Yes. <laughs> right? We all should have PhDs at this point. Probably even even, too, even cause, cause more so. I would it's kind of like the same thing. <laughs> yeah, way more so. Parallel universes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I should just say
1: I have a degree in psychology oh, because I, at this point, exactly. For real. I'm just, I'm going to start saying. Yeah, that. I mean, really... lie. People lie all the time anyway. You might as well. Go ahead. Who's going to question you? Mm-hmm.
2: And then if you have your backstory, like just know yeah, what school you could. went to. I mean, shoot, why not? And know a little At bit about point, the area. I- and you can bullshit. I mean, I've lied many times about, I mean, because I mean, I have a degree, but I've had mm-hmm. to lie about where it was from yeah, I don't or think stuff like that just for
1: discretion <laughs> reasons. I don't think I'm just too much on that. Uh, yeah, nobody was no, the wiser. I, we lie. All, <laughs> so,
2: all lie. We
1: deserve <laughs> psychology degrees. We'll just hand them. Because or counseling something for so, sure
2: <laughs> for sure <laughs> something something jeez okay uh and the last points which i talk about this all the time on the show yes. save, save for a rainy day as soon save as possible your money <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> mm-hmm. start with 10 percent like tithing of everything you make put it away put it somewhere you can't touch it for emergencies and then as you start making more and more money upgrade to 20 to 30 and then you can start buying big ticket items like property and all that good shit or investing or whatever but either way save don't be that girl that's you know crying about a thousand dollars (laughs) right because you had a thousand dollar emergency of course you can cry to your sugar daddy and lie but I meant, don't be that girl that literally doesn't have a thousand dollars saved, and then emergency happens and you're fucked. You know, mm. you make
1: too much money to not have. Yeah, and you can always savings. start. Now, so, you know, please, you for the love of maybe God, you don't have that right now. <laughs> you're still new. You can always start. You know, you have to. It's a disciplined act. Yes, it is. It's like tithing. I don't care how bad it
2: is. Like, who said it? I think it was Susie Orman that said if your saving isn't like making you uncomfortable or hurting you, then you're not saving enough. Like, I don't care if, I mean, obviously the pandemic has put things in a different situation, but this is a perfect example. Mm -hmm. You know, things have changed for a lot of people right now. A lot of people in in the United States cannot afford rent. They can't afford whatever because they don't have jobs anymore. And they probably have most likely run out of savings, but studies showed that some of them didn't even have savings. You know, so like, just save so you're in a better situation. Because at the end of the day, cash is always king. The guy with the cash wins. The girl with the cash mm-hmm. wins. You're able to snap up opportunities. Yep,
1: absolutely. When you, and have you don't thank God for our industry. I feel so like please save. Brutal. Even though things have been tough in our industry a little bit, at least, you know, this is something, you know, men are always going to be seeking. Yeah. But all the more reason why you should For say things, so you're not yourself yeah. in a, a desperate so situation and you people, end girl, up doing I've seen desperate girls do things, things that they did not want to do you. because of desperation, because yeah. of this kind of thing, because they were not saving or they were not taking, Aww. you know, thinking about themselves. So, yes, please. It's very good advice to make sure that you, Aww. you know, who would have thought that this was going to happen? you know, not in a million years did anybody think that this was gonna, you know, we're gonna have a pandemic. Exactly. I mean, but look at the crash. The crash was also another big
2: thing that happened that changed the way we did things, you know, like it really did shake the entire world to its core. And then now you have this pandemic. Now we are all wearing masks, you know, who would have thought and then now you have to like, pick and choose activities you're going to do so you can stay safe. Oh, like in Miami, they they finally bullied the governor into opening up the clubs. (laughs) Yeah, they were closed. I mean, they opened like maybe a couple of months ago or so, maybe six weeks ago. But yeah, they've been closed this whole time. Mm -hmm. Clubs, like dance clubs are still closed. (laughs) because You know, that's like large groups of people. Nobody, nobody needs to go turn up (laughs) right now. Like. I mean, nobody ever really needs to go turn up, but
1: <laughs> probably not.
2: But like right now, it's probably not the time to be doing that, you know. And it's that it's changed how you freestyle. I don't know if you freestyle yeah, much.
1: Um, yeah, But now you can't really sit at the bar us, and meet guys where anymore. I live because a lot of things, <laughs> you know, are open, but we're under capacity limits. Yep. And you cannot sit at the bar anywhere. I think yesterday
2: was the first time I was on a date, uh, a dinner date. And I saw that they were letting people sit at the bar, but obviously with social distancing. And I was like, huh, okay, so let me see. But this was in um, Broward County, so not date. So I, I don't know how they're doing things or whatever, but I guess eventually the bars will open up like where you can actually sit because that's the like as a single person going solo right. dolo yeah the you're not gonna go take a table by am, yourself but like eat. you
1: said they're only you're gonna sit in, at the bar uh groups of two yeah you can sit in twos but oh then, so you can actually sit can at the bar you where you That's live like, I think oh well lucky you yeah, girl so you know yeah i, I consider a freestyle <laughs> yeah people are still go, scared you know, but technically
2: oh for sure whenever you leave your house you're freestyling Like the way we were, you know, when you were going out to certain places to do, you know, to hopefully meet someone that's kind of done now. Now you have to get it organically like we Mm -hmm. should always be doing grocery store runs, hanging out in the nicer neighborhoods, you know, walking, whatever. Um, And then, of course, holiday vacations, which I, I did a video about this on my YouTube channel, vacation spots like so hotels. The nice, yeah, the higher no, end hotels, idea. maybe try to go have lunch by the pool there. And you might run into someone. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never, but it has to be the higher end places because those are the only people that are really taking vacations right now. I mean, in Miami, people are still coming here, Probably but you're not going to meet your sugar daddy at the Double Tree Hotel. You're just, you're just not going to meet it. And a lot of people are taking vacations because things are cheaper now. So, they're coming here to have their, you know, whatever vacation they needed to have for cheap. You're obviously not going to go to those hotels. You want to yeah, go that's
1: a good tip. to the um, really, we really don't nice have ones. Super, super so, fancy hotels. Where just a little I tip. Am, but we have, there's pockets of neighborhoods here. So, we're not like, because I'm in like a medium sized city still. So, we kind of, I like to say they're like pockets. So, like little neighborhoods where there's mm-hmm. some wealth, you know, um, some of like, yeah. So, you just have to hang out over there, or you know, yeah, where you, just where you go hang out and do you, things you, in you those know, neighborhoods, you, be the, you know, the wealthy side of the
2: yeah. And then another person that pointed this out, which I kind of did on my first video about places to meet rich men, but I guess people should do this more. Really, have you had um, life there? home improvement store? Really? So, like Lowe's and Home Depot, I've met people there, okay. but I, I haven't met anybody worth anything there, but there's money there. Because but you have to go at certain hours like earlier, because a lot of people now that they're stuck at home are doing more home improvement stuff on their home or you have the property owners, the landlords are picking up stuff for their (laughs) contractor, you know, because they don't trust their contractor with the credit card. So they go buy all the stuff and then give it to their contractors. So there's money there. You just have to make it part of your routine and just go in there and look lost. Go to the ask questions. And uh-huh. look, look like you don't know what the hell is going on. Somebody will come help you, and yeah, hopefully that person is rich. But it's a numbers game. You have to keep doing it. You can't just do it one time because you might not catch fish the first few times you go. But just yeah, that's a good idea. Routine, I've only go there for like I've a few minutes, walk around, freestyle a
1: couple times. But I found I've had really good luck at. Did you meet anyone high end ones? Okay.
2: Well, well yeah. I. Ha- yeah, well, I haven't had to service my car because I only get my service once a year. Yeah, so but, like, I have a thing. My so only what thing is, is, like, how I are you go going to... Into- what are you going to do? Say, oh, hey, like, I said,
1: your I'm cars? in city, so we don't have, like, Ferrari and, you know, those, like, high, high-end. So you you definitely... You could probably work this, yeah, down where you oh, are. Well, we have all that shit here. <laughs> you can't waltz in there? No,
2: no, because you can't just waltz into a super high-end place and be like, Oh, I'm just looking. Like you, everything has to seem realistic. Yeah, I. You know, don't want to seem like the obvious bitch yeah, that's in there. I'm sure some people they probably catch people. You catch my drift? Kind of like you have to I'm go in there that. with a purpose. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Miami, the scammer <laughs> city central. So the last and then I'm black, too. So the last thing I need <laughs> okay, is for people already or, that yeah. are already yeah. judging me to,
1: like, well, give them a reason here, to judge okay, me so even more. So everything has used. to be. I don't know if this would purpose for you, but yeah, organic was, for me. This was pre-COVID. I did this, but I was thinking it would I think it would still be fine. So I would go into my local, we have like a, a BMW uh, mm-hmm. dealership. So that's considered our high-end here. So Okay. Okay. Well, then that's, that's still the high-end. That they have, on, have so, $100,000 cars. Those that's are the still two that end. we have. <laughs> Those are, I think we're good. Yeah, I think Land Rover might be a little bit better. They but, also um, have over $100,000 so cars. And, so you're you know, you good. Sit in the waiting room. And you just pretend, yeah. uh, you know, like you're waiting for. You just say your friend, you're waiting for your friend because they're looking at a car and they just wanted your opinion. So you're just waiting in the waiting room for them. That's what I say if anybody asks me. Okay, girl,
2: they're way, t- <laughs> well, the way, way too, the too good at the you high end place. They have to go in the bathroom. They're gonna
1: keep long, checking, but I your- <laughs> walking around, and just like I don't know where they are. You know, just make up excuses. <laughs> Yeah, you have to think ahead. But that's actually not
2: a bad idea. You just have to make sure you have an end game to all of that. Because, like, in the really nice places, like, I mean, maybe, like, where you are, it's probably just more down to earth. So they're just not as, right. you right. know, whatever. But here in the really nice places, because these salespeople are trying to make money, too, they're on it with that customer service. The minute you walk um, in, oh, okay. do you have, may I help you? Did you? Are you dropping off your car? You know, whatever. And they're on you, they're on your dick. <laughs> so you have to have more of an organic reason why you're there. And you can't just go, oh, mm-hmm. I'm looking at a car. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the first time you go, you can say, oh, I just wanted to see what you guys have. Because my boyfriend said...
1: Um, For so long, you right, know, to they'll recognize
2: you. So I can tell them what I want. But <laughs> you can only use that excuse once. Because they're going to, you know, they're going to, especially me. <laughs> yeah. Um, well I can't know, change
1: my wigs. Like you said, our service is a little different. So weren't the salespeople people aren't on you when you like, you know, when like when you come in like that. But uh, you know, if I yeah. felt like I was really desperate and I had to come up with something, you could say you're in there doing a social experiment. You could say I'm do- I'm doing something for like maybe a class and I'm just observing people, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, have you done? It the, was. Did pre- you do this? Uh, I, I meant to pre- ask you. Did
2: you do your car stuff pre or post pandemic? Yeah, because even now it might be different too with the whole
1: COVID precautions. I you went know? to like the dealership. Only allow a certain amount of though, people um, inside in time. And you it's know? a big dealership. It's like they sell, uh you know, they have Lincoln and stuff there. So there are some higher-end okay. cars. And I was thinking, I'm like, oh, well, normally I wouldn't freestyle at the Ford dealership. Okay. But, why, you know. Okay, hey, well, you the know, Ford trucks? It out. Right. You never know. I'm like. And, those are also business owners and shit. True. True that. And some of those trucks
2: are expensive because those guys soup them up. <laughs> but, well, yeah, I, I would go in the truck section. Limit,
1: um, <laughs> Maybe you would meet a real you know, cowboy. <laughs> like you said, like, there might be some limitations. There were none. They would just you know, didn't have like the food and beverage things, you know, working yeah. and all that. But people, there was people in there wearing masks, of course, but I mean, there yeah. was no restriction in terms of... Hmm. I
2: might have to go like test it out. There's actually a, um, a BMW dealership like two blocks away from my building. Uh, Mercedes, not to brag, but I feel like I already told this when they did my interview. But <laughs> <laughs> But I've gone there to get my tire filled up to get my wind washer fluid put in mm-hmm. and I'm just like look I know you guys are BMW but Mercedes is too far away and I need this now and of course the manager thinks I'm cute so he gives me everything hey. for free and stuff so <laughs> I, I have gone in there and, okay. and flirted but just for the service stuff so maybe I'll just go waltz around. and then there's like a I think there's like a Maserati dealership next door too if I'm not mistaken or well, like a high-end cars so Rolls Mm -hmm. Royce uh, name all the crazy ass cars there I wish I had girl don't be jealous it still it still takes strategy (laughs) (laughs) don't be jealous because you still (laughs) you still can't just waltz in there like hey and just you know (laughs) you still have to be strategic about what the fuck you're gonna say
1: I don't know. I would at this point, I kind of just feel like I would just waltz in there. Forget it. Like what I mean. Hey, if if they say something, I guess. Yeah,
2: you're right. If they say something, they say something. And it's very,
1: it's close to me. So I guess I could try it out.
2: I think I'm going to, I'm going to use the, my boyfriend said to come look at something excuse.
1: Yeah, start with that one. I would, or you're waiting for somebody or you know whatever. And if you're cute, you know, obviously if you flirt with them and they're trying to like talk to you, just you, you yeah, know. usually
2: when you're pretty, people don't really stress you out much. Not even the women. The, because the no. women the women know you're a rich uh, man's girlfriend or wife. <laughs> right. Or so, they assume you're some, some, yeah, they, somebody. Yeah, they assume your boyfriend or husband is rich. So that means they're going to make money too. So they usually don't mess with you at the higher end places like that. But the, my thing is you don't want to just go in there looking obvious. And guys, if you have any other excuses for us for the dealership, right. please. Send it yep. into
1: the show and I <laughs> will put it in the show notes. <laughs> Hook us up, cause, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because sometimes, yeah, you got to have some strategy. I know you just can't waltz into certain places. Yeah. And just, you know, no. Hang out, but... Especially
2: the high end places. You have to walk with purpose. You mm-hmm. know, you can't just be all like, oh. I'm here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, everybody. I just need. I need all the point me to the to rich guys, here. please.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Where <Yeah>. they at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And I'm gonna do a bonus uh, life lesson. Try not to cater yourself to anyone that isn't paying you. As in, uh, do not give uh, a shit about what anybody thinks about you if they're not paying you. <laughs> I... <laughs> do not take advice from anyone that's not paying you. You get it? Mm-hmm. You get it? Do not seek validation from people <laughs> that are not paying you. <laughs> yeah, you pay uh, my bills
1: because otherwise I don't really Exactly, care.
2: because a lot of girls do <laughs> fall into that whole politics because, you know, in the whole world, that's like a thing. There's like oh, you're supposed to do this and you're supposed to do that. Or like even how you said you've been dancing on and off for 12 years. Some people would look down on that because people see this as, oh, get in and get out industry. Nope, it's a business, just like everything else. Mm -hmm. So they're like, oh, she's like the old hoe or the old stripper. No, I'm the smart one because now I work less and I make more.
0: But hey, you know,
2: I'll leave you guys to your little (laughs) opinions, your little chatterboxes. But yeah, do not twist and mold yourself to someone else's image of you especially if they're not paying you like
1: it's it's not worth it sis no it's not okay and now we're winding
2: down here please leave our listeners both the guys and the gals with some
1: parting advice all the things that we just went over just that's listen to it again <laughs> and again and again until <laughs> It just resonates and makes sense with you because that's some of the best advice I
2: Yep. Life life lessons that we learned. School, Those are school of hard best. knocks. Yep. Yep. The yep.
1: best of the best.
2: I mean, I always said uh if you wanted to get a crash course in confidence and social skills, strip for a couple of months.
1: <laughs> yep. Do the adult industry something. Yes. You'll learn yeah. everything you wanna know the best university
2: ever (laughs) literally you don't you don't
1: even need to go to college you just get
2: a degree and unless you want to be a doctor or lawyer banker whatever don't it's not necessary okay so where is the best place that our listeners can find out more about you
1: Okay so um my YouTube channel is Effortlessly Egypt. Okay. You can check me out on there. I upload- great content by the way. Thank you. Yes, I upload at least weekly. So once a week is kind of You're what I do. You're better than me. <laughs> <laughs> try. I try to I you know I I just like to I like to come up with topics as I you know think about them or you yeah. know I don't want to just spit out stuff that same you know is not gonna benefit anybody, so yeah, I just try to come up with things that you know are worthy topics hmm um and, and that's the way you should do it, yeah, I try, so um, but I have an Instagram too that i might do some lives on in the future. It's the same thing, it's effortlessly Egypt, so you can follow me on there. Um, okay because i've had some requests for doing lives already and things like that i'm not sure. i think
2: we should do it live for sure yeah I um, would but obviously it. it needs to be like you know structured and stuff mm-hmm. you know i mean i guess we could do girl talk too but it has to have some kind of a topic that would be relatable to the girls
1: yeah yeah but
2: yeah i think that's a good thing to do live and then you can do live on youtube as well yeah
1: i haven't done live on youtube
2: yet um i did it once you did Did yeah you like and then it? i And I, well, I also was simultaneously doing a live on Instagram because I have more followers there, Mm -hmm. but it was kind of cool to shoot a live and then just upload it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool. You should try it. Yeah. I'd be down. So. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate you blessing us with some life skills (laughs) and knowledge that we all need. And please come back again and we can talk about other things in the biz.
1: Sounds good. Thank you. All right.
2: Uh, I will talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. A big thank you to Miss Egypt for coming on the show today. I apologize once again for the sound issues, but hopefully you are still able to gain some value from this episode. Be sure to check out Miss Egypt's YouTube page, Effortlessly Egypt. And I will link it in the show notes. If you're new to stripping or you're looking for some tips that will help you make more in the strip club, she has some amazing content on there. I will catch you guys on the next episode. Bye!
1: Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at TSEG Podcast and on Instagram at TSEGP. Join our Patreon page for exclusive videos on dating, sugaring, and freestyling tips for both the gentlemen and ladies. Patreon.com forward slash TSEGP. Follow your host Vivian on Twitter and Instagram at exoticvivian. Please leave the show a five-star rating on iTunes. Until next time, keep it sexy and stay receptive.